welcome to the Senior Attorney Match Podcast. I am your host, attorney Jeremy Pook, founder of Senior Attorney Match. Here, we discuss how attorneys who have practiced for more than 30 years can monetize their law practices. We also explain how to value and how to sell a law practice and the logistics involved when transitioning a law practice to a successor lawyer or law firm. Welcome to the Senior Attorney Match Podcast. This is Jeremy Pook, your host. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Ari Kornhaber, one of the founders of Esquire Bank, a commercial bank that focuses on law practices and law firms. Ari, please tell us a bit about yourself. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excited to talk about Esquire Bank because we're very proud of of what we started and what we're going to continue to to bring to the legal community. Esquire Bank is a national commercial bank. We're regulated by the OCC, and as of June 2017, we are a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the ticker ESQ. By way of background, I'm a former trial lawyer. I was a very proud personal injury lawyer. I represented injured people with personal injury claims, medical malpractice claims, and even mass tort claims. I really enjoyed being a, a trial lawyer. I was really able to help individuals put their lives back together one at a time. And, and when you take that seriously, it's quite rewarding. People come to you and they're, they're physically injured, they're emotionally damaged, they're financially injured, and, and you become a counselor to these people and their families. And it was rewarding to help those people. And now with Esquire Bank, we are providing those lawyers, personal injury, class action, mass tort lawyers with the financial ability to go up against defendants with deep pockets. So we're able to help thousands of these injured individuals by helping their attorneys. All right, you categorize lawyers in three categories in terms of their banking needs. Could you tell us a little bit about that, those three categories? I have a unique perspective as, as a former trial lawyer. I was a contingency fee lawyer and I experienced a lot of these financial issues firsthand. And now as a financial service provider, I have that perspective. So generally speaking, there are three types of lawyers out there when it comes to contingency fee lawyers. Those that are self-financed, those that are obtaining financing through traditional banks, and those who are, are obtaining financing through specialty finance companies, funding companies. Each one of those models comes with benefits and then also some downside. Lawyers that listen to this podcast, including trial attorneys, they don't necessarily know about the option that Esquire Bank provides and how you're different from the traditional three categories that you just mentioned. Sure. So let's start with the self-financed lawyer. And I could spot these lawyers from a mile away and, and they wear this like a badge of honor. And they say to me, Ari, I've never borrowed a dime and I just never will. They're just unilaterally against it. And it becomes a very interesting conversation because when we start talking to those attorneys, about the business of law, you see them recognizing that what I'm sharing with them is true. The business logic makes sense. They're just not going to change. To get into a little more detail, those lawyers who are self-financed as contingency fee attorneys, they have to invest their time and energy into the cases that they're handling with an uncertain result. They also, it's a, it's a capital intensive business. And if they're self-financed, they're using their own after-tax dollars, right? They've earned their fees in the past, paid their taxes. Now they're deploying those after-tax dollars 
into their business. They are using those funds to advertise and acquire new cases. They're using their after-tax dollars to pay for the experts and, and to pay for the disbursements that they need to expend to get their clients top results. And when they do that, they're essentially giving their clients interest-free loans with their after-tax dollars. And that, from a business perspective, is not good business. It doesn't make great business sense, especially when those lawyers, if they have certain language in their original retainer agreements, they could finance those case costs and the interest charged can be treated as a case cost and passed through to the case. And if they take advantage of that opportunity, the lawyers are essentially getting an interest-free loan. So when you put those two scenarios side by side, the self-financed lawyer who's giving their clients interest-free loans with their after-tax dollars versus the same lawyer who could obtain an interest-free loan, freeing up their after-tax dollars to grow their business, to advertise for more cases, to invest in new technology, case management systems, save for retirement, maybe even acquire another law firm, things like that. It's clear that one option makes more business sense than the other. So the lawyers that are listening and are thinking to themselves, okay, how is Esquire different than a Chase, a Bank of America, my local, my local bank in my community that can extend me a credit line? And then also, how is Esquire different? Because we haven't talked about interest rates at all. And we understand you're regulated and we can't be quoting an interest rate per se right now. But how are you different than a funding company that would be more than happy to lend on a short-term basis on you know, a trial lawyer's practice? Great question. So we've already spoken about the self-financed attorney. Next is the, the attorneys who work with traditional banks like the ones you mentioned. First of all, many of our money center banks, the largest banks in, in America, are some of the biggest financial supporters of tort reform. So there are thousands of trial lawyers who are using those banks to service their law firm's banking needs, and those banks are taking some of the profits from those law firms and using those profits to lobby for artificial caps on what those same attorneys could recover for their clients and earn. In contrast, Esquire Bank is against tort reform. We believe in the right to a trial by jury, and we put our money where our mouth is. We, we support financially AAJ and the New York State trial lawyers and the consumer attorneys of California and others. The greatest difference between Esquire Bank and traditional banks is how we evaluate these law firms. Unlike any other bank in the country, we believe, we look at a law firm's inventory of cases and believe that those cases have real value. Those are the best assets that a law firm has that we can lend against. We use pending personal injury and class action and mass tort cases as the collateral for our loans and lines of credit. So just like a traditional bank would do an appraisal of real property when contemplating a commercial real estate loan or a traditional mortgage, Esquire Bank has lawyers on staff. We do an appraisal of the inventory of cases and again, use those cases as the collateral for our loans. That's huge for the lawyers. Contingency fee lawyers have irregular cash flow. That's the nature of their business. Traditional lenders don't like irregular cash flow. They believe that equates to additional credit risk. Esquire Bank feels differently. We believe that irregular cash flow creates a perceived risk. We call it a duration risk because quality lawyers who are working on quality cases have an inventory that is going to generate significant revenue. It's just a matter of precisely when and precisely how much revenue, but by being good business partners and listening to these attorneys and having the wherewithal to evaluate the value of those cases, we could lend into the gaps 
of cash flow. We lend money to law firms that often lose money, have losses year after year, but we know that the, the inventory of cases is there to support the lines of credit. So it's only a matter of when, not if. More than that, lawyers who are borrowing from traditional banks often have to put up additional personal collateral to get the commercial line of credit they want for their law firm. We see it all the time where lawyers have to leverage their investment real estate properties or their brokerage accounts just to get the line of credit that they want for their law firm. And those law firms that end up coming to Esquire Bank, we could provide those firms with the same lines of credit, often more money, access to additional capital and relieving those liens on their personal assets. But traditional banks also have traditional repayment programs. There's something out there called an annual cleanup provision. And often traditional banks are going to demand that these contingency fee attorneys pay down their outstanding principal balance on their lines of credit to zero and remain at zero for a period of 30 days every year. When you're a contingency fee attorney and your cash flow is irregular, it's, it's also not predictable. So to have this looming annual cleanup provision hanging over you every year is something that makes a lot of contingency fee attorneys quite uncomfortable. We don't ask for an annual cleanup provision, so that's a, another difference. You mentioned rate, we're not gonna talk about specific rates, but you know the third type of lawyer I brought up earlier, they're working with finance companies. These are companies that are not regulated, that are either hedge fund backed or backed by personal investors and things like that. And, there are a lot of frustrated lawyers out there who went to their traditional bank, couldn't get access to the capital they wanted, so ended up going to a finance company and they're borrowing money at 18%, 24% a year. I like to say that Esquire Bank is kind of the best of both worlds, meaning we could underwrite law firms similar to the way finance companies do, but provide the lending facilities at bank rates, single digit low interest rates. So it's a really nice place to be. What are your thoughts about growth by acquisition for growing law firms to be able to work with a bank like Esquire when they want to acquire a senior attorney's practice that let's just say has 100 open cases? You know, it's something that I'm seeing more and more of, I think just because of the age of the baby boomers and where this is heading. We've worked on a few of those transactions and there are more coming. We know that. It comes down to a very similar thing I spoke about earlier, by having the ability to put a value on the docket of cases and to determine with projections when the cases are gonna generate revenue, we're able to provide an acquiring law firm with the capital they need to take over the outgoing attorney, often with money up front and a trailing stream of revenue based on the projections of those cases. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ari. Really appreciate it. Ari Kornaver from Esquire Bank for joining us today. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Senior Attorney Match Podcast. For more information, please visit SeniorAttorneyMatch.com. You can always reach me, Jeremy Pook, by calling me at 781-247-4211 or sending me a text message at 617-285-3325. Six one seven two eight five thirty three twenty five.